Welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to Stuff No One Told Us About Weight Loss. My name is Aaron and I'm here with Eloise. And today we are talking about how do other people stay in shape so easily while it's so hard for me? This is definitely one that I have dealt with. It's a thought that I have dealt with many times throughout my life. As I've spoken about previously on the podcast as well, that idea that I always used to believe that weight loss was just harder for me and it was very easy for other people. Mm. And I always thought they must know something that I don't know or they must be doing something that I'm not doing and I'm not aware of it. And so I was constantly searching for what's the best diet, what's the best exercise program, what are they doing that I'm not doing, how can I follow their meal plan and hopefully then look like Mm. them. Right. Or, or jumping on, you know, I would find someone on social media, for example, who looked the way I wanted to look. And then I would be like, okay, well, if I want to look that way, I must have to do their program. Yeah. And it never worked out that way, did it? (laughs) It's, it's quite common. Um, And I went through a a phase where I was doing the same thing. You know, when Mm. I first started out, I wanted to look like, you know, these male fitness models who were just shredded year round and i was like all right i've, I've got to do the exact same thing same yeah. meal plan same diet um mm. same exercise program you know and even now today like i still get people come up to me and they're like oh what's the secret you know how do yeah. you how do you stay in shape like how do you look um the way i do like all the time they're like what do you eat oh yeah. you must be eating something special what, what are you eating that i'm not and, eating that's and Aaron's doing like, it all for well, you well i had a burger last night exactly when, <laughs> often the times I don't know. <laughs> well and that's just it when i tell them like you know i still eat fish and chips i still have burgers you know on a friday night like they're just gobsmacked they're like well hang on a minute like that can't yeah. be right like, and it's not just it's not just genetics i don't have the genetics Aaron has and i eat the same foods in smaller quantities and that's the key yeah and what we're really talking about in today's episode is what those things are and like why do some people why is it easier for some people why to, does it look like it's easier well exactly and there's actually that there is a reason why and it's there is it's not what you think it is no so the first thing right off the bat is you've got to stop comparing yourself to other people it is comparing is never helpful Especially when it's from a place of negativity and jealousy, because all that does is it puts you in the victim mindset of like, I don't have these results. I suck. I'm not going to be able to get there. And you just start spiraling down into this negative mindset, which is never going to help you actually get there in the first place. Yeah. And have a think about it. If you're sitting there, and again, I'm speaking from personal experience. If you're sitting there telling yourself how difficult it is for you, sitting there going, well, why is it so much easier for them? It's so hard for me. Do you think that you're going to go out and want to do all of these actions that are going to get you the results you want? Mm -hmm. When you're sitting there from this place of negativity and jealousy and, as Aaron said, victim mindset, you're not going to act in your best interest. You're just not going to. That's right. You want to reframe it and start looking at coming from a place of um, how can I be inspired by those people and learn Mm. something maybe that I didn't know well and that's a really interesting point too is in the same way where you look at other people and you go wow that they're doing amazing why can't I have that you could equally be thinking wow they're amazing what if I could do that as well they're proving it's possible yeah And maybe it takes you finding people who are more similar to you because there are people out there 
for as much as you're sitting there telling yourself how difficult this is for you, there are thousands of people who would have come from a very similar place, if not worse than where you are starting and who have completely transformed their lives. And so if you're finding those people and you're finding those people and being inspired by the people who have overcome hardship and who have made the impossible possible, mm-hmm. you're, you come from that place of, oh, wow, it is possible for me. They're proving that it's possible. Yeah. What if I acted as if it was possible? Well, and that's, and that's exactly right. And the other thing too, I think is you don't know the full story of mm. what is going on in someone else's life. So for example, like a personal example, I used to get a lot of people saying to me all the time, like, you know, oh, what's the secret to staying in shape? Like you, you make it look so easy. At the time, I was also working a physical job. I was a carpenter. So I would be clocking up 20, 30,000 steps a day without even really thinking about it. It's just what mm. I had to do. So I was using a lot of energy throughout the day, which makes it very easy to stay in shape. Yeah. You know, and that's just something that I was doing with with not really having to think about it. Whereas people were asking me and they came from a completely different background. Those two people are are not Mm. the same. And that's the problem. Again, you don't know the full story. You don't know how shit they feel behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah. Because quite often than not, if... um, someone might be you know in like incredible shape let's just say for example that the people i used to look up to they were in phenomenal shape the top of their game they got paid to look that certain way mm. when you really dove into what they actually did day to day it did not sound desirable one bit it's essentially a full-time job and i think that's what a lot of people forget is like if you're a parent with kids and you work full-time and you have a life and commitments and family and friends it's very different to the 20 year old who's dedicated their lives to fitness and who earns money from modeling. Yeah. It's completely different. You can't even compare it in any way. Yeah. They're dedicating everything to it. They don't have any responsibilities. That's right. That's right. The, the next thing to realize is it is possible for you too. You have to realize that and you have to believe that it's possible because if we, as we said before, if we come at it from that negative mindset and we shut ourselves down, we close off the opportunity for us to even experience that. Yeah. But if we have the belief that, hey, look, I might not be there right now, but I can get there. If we, yeah. if we have vision of where we want to go, we can work it out. We can, we can go, all right, I'm going to work out a plan to get mm. there. But if we come at it from that negativity, yeah. we're just going to shut that down. We're not going to even give ourselves a chance. Yeah. And you can, if you're feeling like it's difficult for you to believe that it's possible, try using other people as inspiration and proof that it is possible for many different types of people to reach those goals. Yeah. That can be helpful as well. So the big thing that really separates uh, people who make it look easy versus people who might be struggling is not what they're eating. It's not the exercise program that they're doing. It's the behaviors and the habits that they have in place. That trumps everything. If they're doing something, you know, what you're able to do repeatedly when you really don't have to think about it, that's what's going to get you 80% of the way there. Mm. You know, if you're doing stuff every single day, like these people are, you're likely to experience very similar results because they've got habits in place. They're not really having to consciously think about it. They're just doing this stuff day in and day out. Mm. I also think that something that's quite interesting is as people looking in, 
and looking at what other people are doing, we tend to think, oh, wow, they must be doing these massive things every day in Mm. order to have the results that they have. And often that's not the case at all. As Aaron said, it's, it's often not the food they're eating. It's the tiny little things that they do every day, the tiny little habits, the tiny little choices that they make where they choose this over that or the tiny little times where instead of beating themselves up, they say something nice to themselves. Yeah. It's those tiny little things that often add up to the results that they have, not the massive meal plans or the massive exercise programs or all the big actions that you see on the surface. They're often not what's actually giving them the results they have. Yeah. And a really, really interesting thing to note is if you if say you know someone who you are kind of like relating to this and you're going like, oh, this person's been in shape for a long time something to really note is how do they talk about themselves to themselves? Like, are they sitting there going like, oh, I really shouldn't eat this because I'll just turn, you know, it'll make me gain weight. Mm -hmm. Or are they talking about other things? Like, do they sound like they're moving towards a goal? They're they're trying to reach a goal? Or do they sound like they're trying to run away from something? Two very, very different mindsets, but Mm -hmm. that makes all the difference. These people who have been able to stay in shape for a long period of time are coming at it from a place of like they're working towards something they're doing it from a place of you know with self-respect there they're they're trying to get the most juice out of the orange they're not trying to do it to try and run away from something to try and escape it Mm. that's a big difference so something really interesting that i noticed it sort of started back when i did have these beliefs of this is harder for me why is it so difficult for me you know, why, why do I seemingly have to work twice as hard as everyone around me to get the same results? And what I started doing is I started noticing little things around me. So I would notice people around me, friends and family who didn't have an issue. So they were naturally staying in shape. They didn't have any worries about food all the time. They didn't worry about these things. And what I started to notice was exactly that. They weren't sitting there worrying about food. They were eating what they liked. They weren't worrying, oh, this has too many calories in it. Oh, this isn't healthy. This isn't low carb. Mm. They were just eating whatever they wanted to eat, but they weren't overeating it. Mm. They were stopping when they had enough and they weren't overthinking it beyond that. They would just stop when there was half half their meal left if that's when they were physically full. Yeah. They also weren't sitting there going, oh, wow, this is so naughty that I'm eating this. They would just eat the burger and the chips. <laughs> There's no judgment there. It's- yeah. And something else is that all of this really comes down to they didn't have an emotional attachment to food. Something that I have always had and something that most people who struggle with weight tend to have some kind of emotional attachment to food. And so what I started noticing was like, oh, there's this big plate of chips and dip in front of them when we're at a gathering or something, and they're not feeling like they have to constantly be eating it. Mm. Whereas I was feeling like I, well, I don't get this any other time, so I've got to eat it. I really want to eat this right now. Yeah. Whereas they could take it or leave it. They were like, whatever. Yeah. It's the difference between like a scarcity way of like it's never going to be available again versus abundant thinking where i can have this anytime i want i don't have to consume all of it right now i could quite easily eat it later time or you know another day Mm. 
Yeah, or little things like, oh, do you want some dessert? No, thank you. Mm. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How? How are you doing this? And that's what made me start to embark on this sort of journey of learning okay well how can i reduce that emotional attachment to food how can i start to create that life that i want to live a life that i'm proud of where i get to eat food that i love and i get to enjoy food without feeling like i can't enjoy myself without food yeah that's the thing for me personally it might be different to you but i know that a lot of people i've spoken to have a similar idea of of what success looks like and it often looks like that idea of, I don't want to feel like I have to eat all the time. Yeah. I don't want to feel like food has an emotional pull on me. Well, and that's the whole thing. And that's what we hear a lot from talking with clients. Like the goals are never really specifically about losing weight. Mm. It's what that's, you know, what the lifestyle that they really want to have is the, the real driving force yeah. there. And a lot of the times it has nothing to do with the food itself. Mm. Like they're not going to be like, you know, in, in 12 months time, I want to be able to sit down and eat ice cream. Yeah. It's like, I want to feel good. I want to have energy. I want to be able to yeah. run around with the kids. I want to be able to, you know, fit into the clothes that I had before. Like, so I feel I want to confident. feel happy and confident. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, is really interesting as well. It's something that Gary Vee talks about a lot. He talks about how accountability, like self-accountability and being responsible for yourself, taking responsibility for your actions is the key to happiness. And I am 100% on board with, with what he talks about there because I really agree. You are going to be happier. You're going to feel better about yourself if you stop blaming things around you, outside circumstances for where you're at and you start taking responsibility and going, okay, whether or not it actually was my fault doesn't matter. If I take responsibility... I can feel like I'm in control and that I have some amount of control over my life and over my future. And when you come from this place, you're going to be more likely to then take positive actions to create the life that you want. And it all starts with that being accountable to yourself and acknowledging that when you blame other things and when you have that victim mindset, the only person that's suffering from that is you. And I really, I, I sort of think as well, just adding on to that, the the suffering comes in the time between either blaming someone or taking responsibility the longer you're in that time frame is when it's it really sucks you know and that's why a lot of people tend to blame blame other people is because the pressure is taken off you know mm. if it's oh it's you know this person did it but even it works the other way too like if you take yeah. responsibility all of a sudden you've taken the pressure off because then exactly. you can go what did I learn from this? Yeah. What can I do better next time? What can I do mm. to improve this situation? You move, you start mm. moving into the solutions mm. uh, mindset instead of you know looking for someone to blame or, or you know Focusing oh it just happened yeah it just yeah. happened to me. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's just really important to be aware of because I know for myself, I never even knew that that was something that I should consider. Yeah. My entire life, I never thought oh like. If I just take responsibility and be accountable to myself, I'm going to A, feel happier and B, be able to create the life that I want for myself. It never crossed my mind. And so that's why we're sharing this with you is because if it's something that hasn't crossed your mind, I get it. I was there. We're never taught this stuff. Mm. We're often taught by parents and schools and family and friends, not on purpose, but because that's just the way it's always done that 
it's outside circumstances. Yeah. I'm too busy. Work's too busy. The kids are doing this. You know, it's this person said this to me. You know, this person brought food in. It's not my fault. And that's just the, the default. That's just what we're taught. And I know for me, it was like this massive light bulb moment when I learned life is easier when you just take responsibility and you stop blaming outside things, outside people, outside circumstances, because then you're in the driver's seat. You get to now make choices regardless of what's happening around you. You get to make choices based on what you eat, regardless of what food's in front of you. Mm. You get to make choices for how you live regardless of what other people are doing. That's right. So guys, we hope that uh, you got some valuable takeaways from today's episode um, and that you really do take a bit of a a different look. So instead of comparing yourself to other people in a negative way and in a place of jealousy, Mm. look at what can I learn from those people? Mm. Like what habits do they seem to be doing effortlessly and how can I incorporate a lot of that into my own life? Yeah, how can I be inspired by people around me? And how can I show myself and prove to myself that the life I want is truly possible for me? Because if you're listening to this right now, it's definitely possible for you as well. 100%. So guys, thank you so much for listening and we will both see you next time.